bit, Sister Shane. Just feel like that the Lord's leading us in this direction. Hallelujah. Psalms chapter 34, verse number 8. Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man that trusteth in him. Hallelujah. Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man that trusteth in him. Dear Heavenly Father, we love you. We're so grateful for all that you've done in this service. Pray that you be with us. These few short moments, God, we share, Lord, what you laid on our heart. Pray, God, that you'd move, Lord, upon your people here today, God. Oh, hallelujah, Lord. Help us, Lord, to have an expectation when we come down to this altar, Lord, of what you're going to do. Hallelujah. Meet with us, God. Hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. Thank you for your presence, Lord. In your name we pray. Amen. You can be seated. Hallelujah. Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man that trusteth in him. Hallelujah. I don't know about you, but I want to be blessed. Amen. Hallelujah. The Bible says, blessed is the man that trusteth in him. Glory to God. I want to learn to trust in the Lord. Taste and see that the Lord is good. I love the Amplified Version. It says, oh, taste and see that the Lord our God is good. Blessed or happy fortunate to be envied is the man who trusts and takes refuge in him. Hallelujah. Isn't that good? So what, what are you saying, Brother Jared? I'm telling you that a blessed man that learns to trust in the Lord is happy when you can taste and see that he's good. You are fortunate Oh, whenever everybody looks around and says, my goodness, man, look at how, look at, he's, must, he's living the dream over there. You are to be envied, hallelujah, when you learn to trust and to taste and see that God is good and to trust in him. Oh, and I love it, it says, is the man who trusts and takes refuge in him. That makes me think of that scripture the Bible talks about when he says that the righteous man runs to that high tower and is safe, amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So I want to preach just for a few moments on a, on a sermon that I was going to preach here a, a, a while back and uh, on taste and see. Taste and see. Hallelujah. Taste means to become acquainted with, listen to this, by experience. By experience. Taste and see that the Lord is... I can't tell you that something is good if I haven't tried it. Amen? Hallelujah. This is the reason why the Bible lets us know we've got to taste and see. Amen? We have to taste and see. You don't know that it's good or not. And, and matter of fact, I remember something that Dad uh, told. He told a story a while back about how that he had a, he had a, a, a vacuum salesman come in and he said, he, he tells the story about that, but then he made a comment afterwards and he said, you know, if somebody's going to come and sell me a vacuum, I'm going to ask them, what kind of vacuum do you own? Right? Because if it's not good enough for the salesman, it's not good enough for you. Right? What are you saying, Brother Jared? I'm telling you that 
if you try it out and you like it, then you'll sell it to me. But if you are trying to sell me on a rainbow and you got a Hoover, then something's wrong there. You see what I'm saying? Trying to sell you on something I don't even have. So what are you telling me, Brother Jared? I'm trying, I, what I want you to understand here today is how can we share with someone else something that we have not experienced on our own? Hallelujah. I love, I love what Brother B.H. Clendenin said. He said, Peter could not heal. He could not minister. He couldn't heal until he was healed. He couldn't, what are you telling me? I'm telling you that, that he couldn't preach repentance. One of the, one of the, 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 the greatest testimonies that, that Paul had was not that, hey, you know, this is everything that I know, but it was, I was on my way to Damascus. Hallelujah. What was it? It was a personal experience that he had. In other words, what he was trying to tell the people around him was that I've tasted of this. He was, he was a leader. He had all the knowledge that he needed, but what he was wanting to share with King Agrippa was not that, hey, you know what, let's go back to some biblical facts in the Old Testament and pull out of the Mosaic writings and let you know exactly how the law meets up with Christ and how... But no, he looked at him and he said, King Agrippa, I was on my way to Damascus. Hallelujah. In other words, he said, I tried it out. I, I come to tell you I'm sold on it. Why? Because I experienced it and I tasted it for myself. Hallelujah. And I want you to know here today that if we're going to evangelize this community, if we're going to evangelize, we're going to have to taste of it ourselves and see it's very difficult for somebody all to talk about and to, in matter of fact, will only listen to somebody who was a meth addict. Why is that? Because they know what it's like. They've experienced that. I've been able to connect with people on certain sins that I was bound with and God delivered me from. Hallelujah. What are you telling me, Brother Jared? I'm telling you that each one of you have experienced God in different ways. And I believe that if we have tasted and seen that God is good, hallelujah, oh, then we can take that goodness and share it with the world that's around us. But how can we share something that we've never tried? Hallelujah. God help us to be acquainted with by experience. One commentary says it like this. Taste and see is like saying try and experience. Try and experience. Hallelujah. Oh, glory to God. If you haven't tried this, if you haven't tried stepping into this full force, hallelujah. Oh, the preacher on, on Friday night uh, preached a sermon, talked about how her, I think it was, yeah, it was on Thursday night, preached about how that we can just, you know, get an antidote or something that, you know, they give you a little bit of, or you can dive into this thing. And I want you to know here today that this was never meant for you to just put a toe in. Hallelujah. This Christianity was never meant, but what it was is meant for you to, to, to get all in. Hallelujah. And once you're all in, then you can be all in on evangelizing and take it to this world. I love Psalms chapter 119, 103 says, How sweet are thy words unto my taste. Yea, sweeter than honey to my mouth. Honey, did you know that honey back then was like a Snickers today? All right? They didn't have, they didn't have a Snickers back then, all right? That's my favorite candy bar is a Snickers. Maybe yours is Reese's. They didn't have Reese's back then. So what did they do? They had honey. Matter of fact, they the, the people, the, the teachers of the day would take what, a little slate and they would, that, a little slate that, the, that their kids would be learning on. It'd be like them going to elementary here and they'd take that little, that little slate and pad, they'd pass one out per, per child 
and the, and that was the slate that they were going to be writing uh, uh, the 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 mosaic laws and all these different things on. And and that slate, they would take that slate, and he would take honey, and he would pour it on each one of their slates, each one of the students' slates, and then he would take that that uh, that they would take that slate, and he'd say, "All right, boys and girls, eat it up." And they would lick that slate, buddy, and they would love that slate. That slate would, why? Because it was like basically putting the candy bar out in front of them and saying, and then that's the reason why that they talked about the Bible being like honey. What he was trying to let them know was that what you're going to be writing on this slate, But what I'm going to tell you here today is that what you're going to, I want you to know as you're learning here today that, that for the rest of the time you'll be writing scriptures on this. And what I want you to understand is that should be like a candy bar to you. Hallelujah. If you'll really get into your heart, you're going to love it. Hallelujah. What are you telling me, Brother Jared? I'm telling you here today that this shouldn't be something that we, you know, get aggravated at or step away from when it comes to the truth of God's Word, but we should love it like honey. Amen. We should love it like a Snickers. Glory to God. So I want to ask you here today, why do we eat certain foods? We're going to taste and see that the Lord is good. Let's just go through a few things here. One of the reasons why I eat certain foods is because I know that it's good. Alright? Psalms 37, 25 said, I've been young and now I'm old. Yet have I not seen the righteous forsaken nor a seed begging for bread. Hallelujah. What are you telling me, Brother Jared? I'm telling you that experience was first an experiment, right? Experience was first an experiment. You have to try it for the first time. Oh, but I'm looking around this building right now, and I'm seeing that there are some people here that continue to go back. Why? Because they know it's good. Hallelujah. I'm looking at some of our elders back here saying, you know what, they continue to come back on a Sunday morning Sunday school class because they remember back in the day whenever they were taught different things in that Sunday school class. They continue to come back to a service because they were taught back in the day. Oh, they had that experience back in the day. Hallelujah. I'm looking at my grandma here and looking at her. She's, she's a woman of God. We know that she's got up and testified many times about how that she's been in this thing for so many years and she continues to come back. Why? Because she experienced it for herself and she loved what she had. Hallelujah. Why do you, why do you eat what you eat? Why do you continue to go back to the buffet line? Why do you go back to Oriental House? Because I tried it and I really like it. And I continue to go back because I really like Oriental. Why do you continue to come back to a Sunday morning service and a Sunday night service and a Thursday night? Why is it on Thursday night that you come and you and you spend your mid week here for three hours or so brother Jared because on a Thursday night whenever I was 16 years old God came down and touched me in a way that I'll never forget hallelujah on it was a most important service to me that midweek service hallelujah why is it that you go to Bible study why is it I'll tell you why because we've tried it we loved it hallelujah I was 16 and I tried it and it was good I was 20 and I tried it and it was good I was 30 and I tried it and it was good when I'm 40 I'm going to try it and it's still going to be good I want you to know here today church I have tasted it I have seen that it is good why do we eat 
because we know they're good. You ain't got to convince me to eat an Oreo. You don't have to convince me to eat a Snickers. You don't have to say, oh, Brother Jared, this is good. No, sir. Matter of fact, I will go out of my way to eat a Snickers. There have been times where I have drove uh, out of the way to get an Oreo blizzard. Come on. I drove out of my way to do that. Why? Why would I do that? You know, I got a phone call or a text message. Just aggravating me just as much as he possibly could. Oh, yeah, we went, we landed. The first place that we went, Bob Davis, was in and out. Well, thanks a lot. One of my favorite hamburger places. Now, you ain't got to convince me to go, you know, to if I go to... to to, to California. Hey, come on, please come over to In and Out. Please come over and have it in. No, sir, you don't, you don't even have to ask me. I'll be asking you. Hallelujah. If you're driving, will you take me over to In and Out so I can get something? Oh, I'm going to tell you here today, that's the way that it is with my spiritual life. I have tasted, church, and I have seen that God is good. So you don't have to ask me why. Because I know, because I experienced it for myself, and I keep coming back to the well. Why? Because it always fills me up. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Oh, that's the reason why I keep going back and I eat those certain foods. Second reason why is because it looks good. Come on, don't look at me like that. You know you do it too. Hallelujah. Because it looks good. You know all those chefs that was they go up, they make all these things, and they then they'll drizzle something out here or this. They're making it look appetizing. You know what I mean? Now, there are certain things that I've tried that didn't look good, and they were actually good. But I was very hesitant with trying it, I'll tell you that. Casserole, right? Just throw everything together. But man, they, they, these chefs, they'll take time and they'll make it look so nice and so good. And so, what are they doing? They're making it look appetizing. Let me ask you something. In your realm of influence, how appetizing are you making your religion look? What are we showing this world? Let your light so shine that they may see your good works and glorify your Father. We are the light of the church. No, we are the light of the world. Glory to God. No, no, no. We don't need a light in an already lit place. What we need is we need somebody that will take this gospel and go out and make it look appetizing to the world. Sort of wearing a frown all day, talking about how bad your day was. Get up in the morning early enough to where you can pray and get the mind of God, walk into that place and be the best. Make, make it look like that you've got everything going for it. I'm not telling you oh, that you have to you know, go out. I'm telling you that they're looking at you. And even in our times of trouble, 
we can count on a God that may not pull us out of, but will walk through us with. Hallelujah. I want you to know here today that anything you go through as a Christian, you can still have the joy of the Lord. Weeping may endure for a night, but joy cometh in the morning. Hallelujah. Oh, it don't matter what we have to face. There's always a better side to it. Hallelujah. So what does that mean? That means we can turn our frown upside down knowing that God is going to make a way where there seems to be no way. And no matter what it looks like, our healing looks like, whether it be in this life or that which is to come, we will eventually have our healing. Man, what an awesome life. Grandpa used to say the best of both worlds, this life and that which is to come. Hallelujah. I'm telling you what an awesome life we have as a Christian. Oh, let's make it look good. 1 Peter 3, verse 15 says, but sanctify the Lord God in your hearts and be ready always to give an answer to every man that asks you a reason of the hope that is in you with meekness and fear. Sanctify the Lord God in what? In your hearts. In your hearts. God, help us to personalize this thing and not just for it to be a Sunday morning facade that we're able to put on but God help us to wear this Christianity proudly when we go to work, when we play golf, when whatever we do, God help us to wear it proudly with a smile on our face saying oh come and taste what I have because it's good. Hallelujah. Why do I like it? Why do I try it out? Because it looks good. Matthew 5.16 says, Let your light so shine before men that we see your good works. Glorify your Father which is in heaven. And the third and last thing that we have here, hallelujah, the reason why that I try food is it comes on recommendation. Amen. Recommend Jesus. <laughs> hallelujah. Recommendation. I'm reminded of a man, I, I can't remember, I think it may have been Don Rich, but somebody, one of them said that they were walking down the road, they looked at, at a woman that was walking, could tell she was a Christian, and they literally turned their life over to them by seeing her walk down the road. Let your life so shine. But did you know that that's not very often that it happens that way, right? So what are you saying, Brother Jared? I'm telling you that a lot of times what happens is you live the life in front of them. You know that they're Christian. Man, we heard something here just, just the other night at this at this youth extreme that I didn't get very much sleep at. You can tell I'm having a hard time this morning. But this part, the, the, the preacher talked about, he said, uh, I think it was Dwayne Gallagher, he said that there was somebody that he knew and he told he asked him where he was working. Where Brother Gallagher asked this guy where he's working, and he told him where he's working, and it was like one of the roughest jobs, you know, that was around. I mean, just pretty rough people. And uh, and so Brother Gallagher said, "Man, that's that's pretty rough, man. That's you've been how long you've been working?" He said, "I've been working there two years." And uh, and then he kind of leaned into Brother Gallagher, and he said, "And none of, none of them know I'm saved yet." Kind of like, let's keep this quiet.
Are you kidding me? Hallelujah. Brother Gallagher said it like this. He said, well, the reason why, he said he wished he would have said this. He said, the reason why that they don't think you are is because you're not. <laughs> In other words, what he's saying is that, man, if you're saved, if you're truly, if you've tasted of this thing and you've seen that it's good, if you're really truly got a relationship with God, then what's going to happen, church? You're not going to be able to contain. I'm talking about the creator of the world that comes into a person's heart and life. And when the creator of the world penetrates a heart and penetrates a life, you can't tell me that you're not going to tell somebody about it. Glory to God, glory to God. Feeling the Lord in this place. Hallelujah. But what are you telling me, Brother Jerry? If you, if you really want somebody to come and to test it out and find it out, all that what you have is what they can have, maybe it's time, church, that we begin to recommend all come and taste and see that the Lord is good. Hallelujah. Oh, not just living a life in front of them, oh, but letting them know we go to a church right down the street at Lighthouse Ministries. Oh, you should come oh, and check our church out. Man, that's great. Oh, and I'm excited that people are inviting to church. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, but let's get them to Christ, not just to the church, but let's get them to Christ. We can go even deeper than that and tell them, sir, oh, at 15 years old, I was addicted to pornography. I was addicted to junk and sexual sin in my life. But at 16, God changed my heart, worked on me, and I had to work myself out of it. But I'm not addicted anymore. Why? Because I tasted and I seen that the Lord was good. Hallelujah. What are you telling me, Brother Jared? I'm telling you, maybe it's time for Lighthouse Ministries to take this gospel to a world that wants to taste God, to a world that's ready to receive something that's authentic. Oh, God, help us to recommend Jesus. Hallelujah. Stand all over the building. Lift your hands and let the Lord know you're good. Hallelujah. You're good. God help me here today to share that you are good. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel. 1 Peter chapter 2 verses 1 through 3 says, Wherefore laying aside all malice and all guile and hypocrisies, and envies, and all evil speakings, as newborn babes desire the sincere milk of the word, that ye may grow thereby. Are you ready for this? Verse 3 says, If so be that ye have tasted that the Lord is gracious. In other words, he's saying, all of this, if you've really got a hold of God, you will lay aside all malice. The guile. You will lay aside the hypocrisy. Hallelujah. You will lay aside envies. You will talk right. Hallelujah. If you taste and see that the Lord is good, there's something that happens in a person's life when they taste and see. 
if you've tasted the grace, something will change. If you've tasted the grace, you'll stop living one way in church and another way in the world. Young person, when you've tasted the grace, you'll stop living one way through the week and then another way on the weekend. Hallelujah. You'll naturally put these things off because you've tasted of God's grace. Hallelujah. I'm going to end with this here. I read some knockoff brands. Now I'm going to tell you something. You can try the knockoff brands. Even when it comes to Christianity. You, you, you can be in but not really. You, you know what I'm saying? You can have something that's fake. Or you can have something that's real and authentic. Why settle? Hallelujah. How about this one? Are you ready? Unbelievable. This is not butter. Instead of I can't believe it's not butter. Instead of Crest toothpaste, they have a toothpaste called Crust. It just doesn't sound right. Instead of Sony, they changed the S to F and named it Phony. Instead of Angry Birds, I see the toy for sale on Ill-Tempered Birds. Anybody ever seen fruity dino bites? Anybody who loves fruity pebbles the way that I do knows that that's a knockoff. I'm going to tell you something. If I eat some fruity pebbles, if I go and I say, I'm going to get some fruity pebbles, I'm going to go down that cereal aisle and I'm going to pass the dino bites by. And I'm going to pick up some fruity pebbles. I'm not going to get some some fake Oreos. I'm going to get the real thing. And I may even get the double the double stuff. What are you telling me, Brother Jared? I'm telling you here today, don't settle for tasting anything less than, than the authentic power of God in your life. Don't settle for anything less than everything He's got for you. Hallelujah. You can have that authenticity. You can begin to to desire the meat and the milk that He brings to you. It can come to a point to where your prayer life and your devotion life isn't a drudgery anymore. But it's your favorite part of the day. Taste and see that the Lord is good. And I want to tell you something. If He's not good right now to you, you probably have a knockoff. Amen. I'm not saying that you're never going to go through anything, all that. You know that's not the way that we teach around here. You're going to go through the reigns of the just and the unjust alike. That can be positive or negative. I want you to know here today, if it's not fulfilling, you probably don't have all of it that God wants for your life. So I want to ask you here today, have you tasted And if you tasted, are you full? Don't just satisfy. Don't don't be satisfied with just a bite and leave. But get it all. Get everything that he has for you. Heavenly Father, we love you, God. We're so grateful, Lord, for all that you've done for us here this morning. Wonderful singing, God. Awesome music this morning, Lord. We've been blessed to be here. Hallelujah, God. We've been blessed to be here this morning. 
God, right now we're at a moment we're going to come to these altars, God. And, and, and I pray, Lord, that Lighthouse, Lord, here today wouldn't just settle, Lord, for, for something, Lord, that you, you know, just a knockoff for what you want, Lord. God, I, I pray, God, that they wouldn't leave here with just a fake blessing here today, God, just where they come down and they begin to feel good in their life. But, God, I pray, Lord, that somebody would get a hold of the real thing here today in their lives that would be so impacting on their lives, Lord, that they would begin to put things aside, Lord, that don't line up with you. And, God, that they would begin to put things on their lives, Lord. Hallelujah, Lord, like forgiveness, Lord. They begin to put things on their lives, God, like devotion and Bible reading and prayer, God, that they would begin to live this thing out, God, the way that you've designed them to live, that at the end of their life they would be able to say that I feel fulfilled, I feel full, God, that when they walk throughout this week, Lord, that they wouldn't be able to walk throughout this week without sharing with somebody what God done for them this morning. God, let it be done for your glory and for your honor. I'm not going to ask for a raise of hands. I'm not going to ask. What I want to know here today is if there's anyone here that would say, I've tasted it before. It's good and I want more. Hallelujah. If there's somebody here today that say, the reason why I continue to come back each Sunday is because I've tasted and I've seen that it's good. Maybe somebody say, man, it looks good and I want it. Hallelujah. Maybe there's somebody here today that says, oh, it's been recommended to me and I'm trying, right now is my night or right now is my day to receive it. Whatever it is here today, let's come around this altar and let's have a season of prayer here today. Maybe you'd like to come up here all kneel down. Maybe you'd like to come and raise your hands, whatever it may be. Let's just get a hold of God here today. Oh, you don't have to leave here hungry. You